Listener supported. WNYC Studios. Hey, Lulu here. Whether we are romping through science, music, politics, technology, or feelings, we seek to leave you seeing the world anew. Radiolab adventures right on the edge of what we think we know. Wherever you get podcasts. This is a hot rumor that I've heard on the streets. Your ass ain't been on the streets. (laughs) But I heard through the grapevine that Michael to the B to the Jordan listens to two dope queens. No, he doesn't. Why? Why would you not believe that? Because it's Michael B. Jordan. He's like going to film Black Panther. He ain't got time to put something on his headphones and listen us talk about our periods, dude. Are you serious? I can't create under that pressure. Okay, here's my point. Gabrielle Union loves our show. John Hamm asked to be on our show. Kevin Bacon listens to us when he goes on hikes. He was like, I exclusively listen to Two Dope Queens on hikes. You know what I need? I need some damn proof is what I need. I need proof in the damn pudding. Okay. I'm fucking Claire Danes and I'm getting to the bottom of this mystery and I'm truthing it. I am in my RV and I got fucking pictures of Michael B. Jordan up with a bunch of thread that's all on the wall. <laughs> if he's really up. listening to it, I need some mother freaking proof. <laughs> and the proof could be either dinner, one-on-one, with either of us, or with both of us together. Okay, this you can't just force <laughs> him to take you out on a date. It's not a date. It's a proof <laughs> dinner. Uh-huh. <laughs> I see you didn't invite Blaine to this dinner. He will also be there. Uh-huh. Outside for the first... <laughs> 15 minutes, just so I can feel it out. No. So Blaine is going to be staying outside while you and Michael are eating, like, shrimp scampi together? I'm allergic to shellfish, Phoebe, (laughs) so we won't be having a damn scampi. We'll just be eating the bread and the butter with a little salt sprinkled on it. And I'm going to have my babe stand outside for a second. Mm -hmm. And then when the coast is clear, then I'm going to bring him back in. And then maybe we can walk into a threesome situation. Um, Check, please. Okay, so... Michael, if you're listening, because you are, now you know you basically have to have a threesome with Jessica and her boyfriend to prove that you listen with your ears to our podcast. That's ignorant. You're the one who said it. I'm ignorant. (laughs) All right, we're going to cut to the chase on this one, y'all. This is a boner episode. We know you love stand-up comic Eliza Schlesinger. Well, we had a super fun conversation with her. And after that, you'll get to hear our very fun convo with Norma Taconi from The Lonely Island. Who also played a mega douche named Booth Jonathan on Girls, which we totally loved. All right, baby. So let's get on to the show, like, right now. Yeah, like, actually right now. Like, right now. I feel like I've been following you ever since you did Last Comic Standing. So long ago. But yeah, I've been, you know, I've just watched like your material progress and like I just love like all the feminist stuff that you're doing right now. It's so fucking dope. Like what, like how do you feel about like just 
really attacking comedy from that angle now. I just, I, for the longest time, I, you know, I, you, you get into stand-up and you get the laughs where you can. And I, for two specials, I was like, here's what girls do. And I think girls liked that I understood what was at the bottom of their purses and I understood what was in their heart. And then at a certain point, <laughs> you know, and like glitter and going out because I was in my 20s and so I occupied that space and yeah. that's okay. Mm-hmm. And then as I started to get like older, I was like, well, if I'm just commenting on what we're doing and I'm not offering any sort of I guess letting girls know that I'm on their side and if I'm just sort of propagating the idea that like, yeah, girls hold hands on the way to the bathroom, chain of whores. Like if you're using words like that, it used to get huge laughs. I don't do it anymore. Then you're kind of part of the problem. And I think just from, especially being, I'm not crying, my eye actually hurts. What if you were crying? Yeah, right. I was crying. We would like like, be like, you can cry here, but then later we would text each other and be like, what Eliza an unstable crying. <laughs> Please I feel think, free. <laughs> they said it was a safe space. I think from being a woman in comedy and just seeing how difficult it is for women in general, but having to endure sort of the slings and arrows of everyday stand-up, and I just was like, I need to say something positive and let girls know that like I've got a platform and I'm on your side. That's awesome. And so I think it just came out of love and just out of wanting to say something other than. That's Khaleesi. That's cool. Oh, thank you. So you have your new show coming out, Truth and Eliza, Mm -hmm. which is very exciting. It's very exciting. This is like your first like hosted late night show that you're doing. This is my first late night show. Wow! And I'm very excited. What made you want to do this kind of format of a show? I have always wanted to have a late night show, and I've made several, a couple, I say several, a couple pilots to that effect, and it never quite went and this was sort of the right network wanted to get in a late night I don't think I could have made this show in the years before I think Mm -hmm. we're at a place in our society now where everybody is doing well not everybody half of us are shitting the bed but like (laughs) culturally and just like just being aware of certain things and just paying attention and knowing that the stakes are so high and your voice does matter you know is not the time to just get up on stage and be like I'm a girl let's talk celeb chat like it's fucking enough shut the fuck up right (laughs) (laughs) that's the visceral reaction to that voice like, like shut yeah. up Becky yeah. <laughs> so I just wanted you know I wanted to take sort of the ethos from the feminism of this of the stand up act that doesn't alienate men and bring it to late night because I think women are often forced to choose do you want to do politics or do you want to talk about crafts and I'm like how about a little bit of column A and B but minus the crafts and say something important <laughs> and so we have and you're going to be in one of our episodes yeah oh, awesome we have a, every episode has a theme. Uh-huh. So she's in an episode called Woke, and we have a sketch about like how do you get woke? There's a kit you can order, apparently. Um, so every that's episode awesome. has like a, a different theme that's pertinent to our uh-huh. society. Very that's cool. Dope. I can't wait to watch. I can't wait. So you have a super adorable boyfriend. Can we talk about it? I guess. Once, yeah. But fuck. I've never had a woman ask me about that. About what it's always, it's all, I've never had a girl say, okay, talk about your boyfriend, which I would love to yeah. with a girl. It's always like a male DJ, like, so, you fuck? And it's oh, just like, no. oh, it's like Skrillex, and you're like, leave me alone. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've never had a, a like, a, especially if another funny woman asked me. I'm, yeah, no, no, we no. love the tea. We, we love, love talking we love relationships, but he's a chef. That's dope. He's a, he's a chef? He's a chef. What kind of, what kind of shit is he making? He, uh, <laughs> <laughs> just like dope shit. <laughs> That's, That's hot. So cool. Is he like making you delicious food all the time? Yeah, and it's horrible. Why? Why? Because like I, I because you get heavy. Yeah. And I'm just sitting there eating like cheese and meat. I'm like, babe, we got to stop this. Like you just can't. <laughs> yeah. I think there's a change every girl when you start dating someone. Some girls like you. Maybe you eat more. 
I think that girls in general kind of dress weird when they start dating a guy. Yeah. Like now uh-huh. I can wear loafers and a tie. I take it as a time to experiment. Yeah. yeah. Especially as somebody like my, my boyfriend cooks. He's not like a chef, but he's really good at cooking. <laughs> but I also like definitely gained a lot of weight in the relation. Now yes. I'm like, let me try a monogram sweatshirt. Like that's Today's what I'm. <laughs> yeah. Let me get it. Let me yeah. get. Let me wear his sweats. You yeah, know. Let me get in there. Let me see if I can pull this off. A yeah. boyfriend jean. Yeah. yeah. And it's like fun. It's fun to be able to experiment clothing wise and like yeah. be a little bit of a man repeller route and know no, yeah. man repeller. Yeah. That's gonna be okay. This I is gonna wore be okay. Yeah. My hair curly like two weeks. Like I've straightened my hair every day of my life since uh-huh. I was like seventeen, and I was like, I'm just gonna be me. And I just like that. And I don't have like thick hair, so it's kind of like this Floridian mullet that needs like zhuzhing a lot. Pretty. <laughs> and he didn't say anything. Yes. He was like, I just love you, babe. And I look Aww. back at pictures, and I'm like, that you're okay with that? He's like, I don't want to say. <laughs> well, I know, I know. For me too, it's like there are all these like black lady things that I've been very guarded about, but I feel like in a relationship, like I've been ashy, like on our trips to like the Caribbean, like I've seen photos where I was ashy or like my hair just wasn't brushed or combed. Yeah. And he's just like, this like is none the wiser. <laughs> they don't care. No, they don't give a fuck. They don't. Like, if they do, they're, they're the worst. You don't want that guy that's like, you start working out more. I'm like, no. that's weird. You're oh, weird. There's you want something. to fuck a mannequin. Yeah, you yeah. only eat salad. Like, yes. it's weird. I, then I kind of get like, everybody has like a bar for where they want to be or how they want to look. And so when I feel like I'm not up to snuff for myself and he's like, I oh, just like you. I'm like, how low are your standards? How, low, <laughs> how far can we push this before I become like a night slug? <laughs> a night slug? With like knee hair. Like what? They don't care. No, Love they you, just babe. don't. It's great. Yeah, it's good. Well, it's no, good it's me. great. I'm so excited. I mean, I'm single. I'm out here in these streets. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to find love. So it's good to see funny women in relationships. It's like, oh, it That's can happen. People think we can't do it. They yeah. think we're like monsters. Yeah. And it's always like, it's like, oh, is he intimidated by you? I'm like, no. I'm sitting on his yeah. face. He's like into it. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Um, <laughs> No, there's two, there's two kinds of guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, they want that. Yeah. But <laughs> all of it. He's just like down. That's it's dope. like very John Legend, like, all of me. What's <laughs> all of you? And Chrissy's like, I'm eating tacos. Yeah, yeah. I hate that song. Oh, you like my joke? Nope. I hate that song. You hate that song? I like John Legend, but I think he's gotten so cheesy. It's so Was it the yellow turtleneck in La La Land that did it? Yeah, it's all of it. Was it being in La La Land that did it? Yes. Black wallpaper. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was, though. It I was. mean, like, like don't we're in like, La La Land. Don't fucking front. Yeah, like... It's after midnight. Like, literally, like, the black character is the one who's, like, anti-saving jazz. Like, come on. Yeah. That's trash. That's fair. That's Ryan fair. Gosling's like, here's the deal with jazz. And black people were like, yeah. like, what is that? Yeah, it made no sense. I like, think, but it does, if you if you live here, the idea of a delusional guy wanting to uphold an art that most people don't care about is so L.A. Yeah. Like, it's just, like, we we rep hard for the biggest pieces of garbage. Like, this is my passion. I moved from Duluth to do this. And you're like, you just got headshots and forgot how to drive in the rain. Like, you just suck. I guess most of this, not you guys. Like, you guys are amazing. Everybody here tonight is... Yeah. Not like that. <laughs> no, yeah, but like other people, you, like the ones that couldn't get in. Like that. Yeah. <laughs> they wouldn't come to this. No. Mm. We're too cool for them. It is in a rough area. <laughs> we got to wrap this up, y'all. Oh, no. Okay. I, I know. know. 
Well, you guys, you have to check out Truth and Eliza on yes. Reform on Tuesday. Everybody give it up for Eliza. This message comes from Two Dope Queen sponsor, BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in the day, how would you use it? BetterHelp Online Therapy can help you figure out what's most important to you so you can prioritize it. Learn to make time for what makes you happy. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Visit BetterHelp.com slash DopeQueens today to get 10% off your first month. When you see actor Danielle Brooks on the red carpet at the Oscars, she will be in full glamour and in grief. I've been with Sophia for so long. And I just know, like, after the Oscars, that chapter is really done. And that saddens me. I'm Kai Wright. A star of The Color Purple honors the role that shaped her career. Next time on Notes from America. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. Nice, awesome, special guest. He's very funny. Uh, he is an awesome director, writer. He is also uh, a member of the group The Lonely Island. You recognize him from the movie Popstar. Please give it up for your father right yeah Yeah, how is that going it's great my my wife i'm i'm really uh doing it right now because my my wife is shooting a movie in new york right now and so like i'm like number one like with a bullet parent yeah right now so it's great that's great uh are you teaching any cool lessons right now uh he's uh i don't know he's really into cars right now Uh and it's weird because growing up like i was barely ever allowed to uh, watch television at all? Like I had to sneak to watch Sesame Street. I can remember like being like, "Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> Real uh, bad boy. the number of the day is three. <laughs> and like, and and uh, and now I'm like, "Yeah, Cars, you can watch that. That's fine." <laughs> like it's uh, it's weird. Like we like uh, I'm a I'm a bad person for like allowing him to ingest pop culture or whatever. So does he like want to watch the movie Cars or is it like anything to do with Just Cars? Just the movie Cars. Got it. Okay. Or Cars 2 or he even calls Planes Cars. Aww. Yeah. It's like Cars but with Planes. Yeah. I'm sure Pixar is that. like, yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Those sure. guys nailed it. Yeah. That's cool. But it is very funny having him say everything because like, anything is adorable coming out of his mouth. Lightning, lightning McQueen. Aww. Yeah. Like, uh, Loves Lightning McQueen. Little does he know he's going to grow up and have that thick New York accent. Yeah. <laughs> so. That's honestly the worst thing. Like, I, growing up in, in the, like, the Bay Area, like, uh-huh. I, I, it's very weird. I feel like we have, like, a nothing accent, except for, like, there's a lot of hella. Yeah, I feel like growing up in New York City, your kids are, like, more exposed to germs easier, you know? And so they're yeah. tougher. They turn out tougher. 
and they're and like immune. savvy and like yeah. they like know how to carry themselves and they're like all artistic like they understand art way right. more they're like Monet and like they get yeah. it yeah you know? they're like oh like, boy it's like oh, this Picasso, is truly the opinion of heck? people who live in New York oh, it's better <laughs> because it's way worse <laughs> whenever no whenever I meet somebody who's like grown up here I'm always like oh it's like a a, a kid who looks like Basquiat, like a baby Basquiat. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I grew up in the Lower East Side. I'm like, fuck you, man. You have no artistic inhibitions. Yeah. Like, yeah. you're a genius. They're like 14 and they're like, I don't even like heroin anymore. Yeah. Like, oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, over yeah. it, Bart. Yeah, I don't know, that's cool. Okay, so I want to like switch gears because you were on Girls. Yeah, I was. And you know you were kind of an asshole on Girls. You thought? Yeah, <laughs> it's just like just no, no shade, just truth. <laughs> but you had to do like some wild sex scenes. What is that like? Because I would be so embarrassed. Well, <laughs> and bear bear, I mean yeah, bear bear, yeah. <laughs> Uh, the, the Allison was a, Allison Williams was, was a friend from just doing the like the the first season together, and it wasn't raunchy sex at that point. Yeah. Um, and so we we became friends, and like and so it's obviously a lot easier to to do. And then the other thing that made it much easier because it's such an awkward thing for the people who haven't seen, like my mom. If my mom's listening, uh, she was told not to see it. Um, <laughs> And I, I was like an X-wing fighter style, having sex like in an X formation, yeah, like yeah, pumping away on yeah. top of her. That was pretty, it's pretty <laughs> like, intense. Yeah. yeah, like you don't see that every day. No. <laughs> it's not like the first thing on Pornhub. Like, not, <laughs> no, no, no. You gotta yeah. deep dive into that. Yeah, yeah. that's a specific it's, choice. Yeah. That yeah. has a lot of thumbs down. Yeah. <laughs> the comments like, are like, like, "Fuck this." <laughs> I can't see shit, man. I'm supposed to be able to jerk off to this. And like one guy who's like, I don't know. That's good. But the other thing that made it much easier to do was that my my friend Murray Miller, who was a producer on the show, yeah, he's yeah. the best. Yeah. And he so he's a writer on the show, and he he I believe wrote that scene and thought it was so funny. When he wrote it, like I'm just being like, and it's in an X. I don't know how it was described in the action, but it was like an X formation sex scene. And he thought it was so funny at the time. And then when we shot it, like, you know, I'm in a cocksock for lack of a better. That's what they're called. And like, and, uh, but I'm like naked for all. And, and, and you're having to watch your friend have sex. And he was so bummed out. The whole time he was like, oh, man. And he had thought it was so funny before. I love that before he was like curling his mustache. Now you have to do this, puppet. And then then, so I would would come, but I would come out in between takes and be like, Murray, how was that? And I was like, just trying to be as gross as possible. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was cool. I really liked that part. It was cool to see you like acting dramatically. Is that something that you want to do more? Or that's that's kind of my my dad's a theater director, and I kind of grew up doing that. Like from the, a very young age, I was I was kind of doing like, uh, like I was in like Waiting for Godot when I was twelve years old. <laughs> that's and uh, the cool. biggest problem that I had with that was uh, I was the stage manager was constantly getting mad at me because I would wear my swatch watch on stage, mm-hmm. and she was like, "They didn't have that." <laughs> I didn't have like day glow neon swatch guards yeah. in the 
And um, so like, but like, so like, I kind of grew up doing that and went to school for that, and that's where I met, I met my wife at UCLA. She was an actor at, as well. And uh, so, and then got into comedy, and like, and then nobody ever wanted to see me do drag. <laughs> so yeah. How did you get into comedy? Uh, me and Andy and Keeve, um I'm in a group called Lonely Island. You guys, and we, uh, we met. Oh yes. <laughs> How can I make them oh again? Uh, we met when we were 12. Oh, I'm, did I'm you go- really? Wait, for yeah. real? Yeah, I met Akiba. Aww, <laughs> there it is. That's really Come cute. On, man. That's so cute. <laughs> I love it. Yes. So so we like so we were always just trying to make each other laugh in like in high school and then and then uh, early two thousands I guess like we were we were making stuff kind of before the internet existed yeah, yeah. kind of thing like like we made stuff on uh, like our website and uh, but we. We, we were just always trying to make each other laugh, like drunk at like three o'clock in the morning. And nothing has changed <laughs> at all. That's like great. literally, that's what we do now. All right. Well, thank you for joining yes. us. Thank you guys for having me. You just heard Yorma Tacone and Eliza Schlesinger. Tito Queens is produced by Joanna Salataroff, Jim Poyant, Paula Schumann, and Rachel Neal. Our team includes Joe Plord, Matt Boynton, Ed Haber, George Wellington, Isaac Jones, and Shanoa Estrada. Our theme music was composed by Jeff Brodsky. All right, y'all. Follow us on Twitter and all social media platforms. Yeah, and subscribe to the show. You know what to do. Bye, y'all. Hasta la juego. I love me. I love you too. And I'm saying, Michael, thank you so much for listening to our podcast. If you ever want to be a guest in our show, the door and my legs are open. Hey, oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love it. That's iconic. <laughs>